0: Any form of research, any kind of thing like that, you can do. And like most things, is getting your foot in the door somewhere.
1: You are listening to You Are a Lawyer. I'm Kyla DeNanio, a 2015 law school graduate. You know what I'm loving right now? Podcast. After a year of editing podcasts for other people, I've started to launch podcasts as well. Yes, if you are a business owner and want to expand visibility, visit skiptheboringstuff.com to learn more about how to launch a podcast and gain a new marketing channel. So visit skiptheboringstuff.com so that you can hire me to be your podcast manager. So, welcome to the podcast, Stephanie Clark. Thank you, Carla. Yeah, excited. I'm really excited too. I, I was running out earlier and so that's why I'm, I'm dressed. I would have put on my Southern sweatshirt because we are both graduates of Southern University Law Center in Baton Rouge. Yay. <laughs> 2015. Absolutely. So if you guys are watching on YouTube and you're like, that person looks familiar. This is Girler. That was what everyone called her because we went by our last names when we were in law school. But she is now Stephanie Clark, so we are addressing her as yeah. Stephanie Clark. Okay, so <laughs> so catch me up. You are in Florida now. When we met, we were both in Louisiana. What's been going on um, in your <laughs> practice of law?
0: Oh, so many things. Well, I left Louisiana because I could not get a decent-paying job, um, which you know that area. Yeah. So I moved to I moved to Florida because free childcare, because mm. my parents lived here. And that was what they initially got me with. They're like, you know what? We, they're like showing me houses here by this house. I was like, well, I can't, I can afford the bathroom there maybe. That, That's it. Yeah. And I was like, well, we got free child care here. And I'm like, sold. Yeah. So I moved out of here. I actually started working at a criminal defense firm as a paralegal. I was there for five years as a paralegal because I took the bar multiple times okay. <laughs> here in Florida and failed spectacularly well i mean not probably not spectacularly in my mind it was spectacular because it was fail 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 yeah and then so i left that firm and actually went to another criminal defense firm where all they did was criminal defense because at my other firm i was the catch-all i was like i was criminal defense i was wills trust estates i was mm-hmm. every now and then family law i was like oh this is random law stephanie can do it <laughs> and i was but, like I, mean, I you have probably learned knew. a lot yeah i did I but I didn't, I, I, and we skirted that line on practicing law without a license yeah. because I kept telling people, I'm like, I can tell you everything except your plea agreement. Right. Because right. that's where we drew the line. Um, yeah. So then I went to a different firm where it was a little bit more strict, but it, that was ultimately not for me. But at that firm, I did sit for the Alabama bar and passed Alabama because it was the UBE, which Shout out to anybody taking the bar exam that's thinking about a bar exam. The UBE is amazing because it actually puts real-world scenarios in there, not just like the MPRE or the MBE questions that you see. You yeah. actually get writing like, hey, do this memo. And you're like, oh, I can do that. I've done that so many times. Right. So I took the UBE, and I finally got my bar pass in 2020. So Woo! I have at five years after law school, I got it, but I got it. And thousands of dollars later, you know, after all those bar things. And from there, I kind of bounced around a little bit. because so I wasn't entirely sure where I wanted to go. I actually tried to do the hang my own shingle thing, but in Alabama, I didn't know anybody, no connections and I was not moving up there. Not needed, so I didn't really go too far there. I had one or two clients here and there, um, but I worked for the SBA, which was the small business administration. I did that for a little while. That was good money, long hours six days a week 10 hour mandatory 10 hour days six days a week okay. i got yeah. very tired very quickly then i worked for a family law firm for a little while in alabama as a family law attorney 10 I 10 don't recommend yeah i've
1: heard never mess with people's family or their money and family law impacts both so yeah
0: yeah and that's one of the ones like family law and criminal law they say are the quickest ones that are going to go to the bar for a complaint so, and that's oh, wow. when I, I found that if I was going to do family law, I was going to do uncontested because that's, yeah, look, fill out these forms and I can just submit it. But then I started, I, I, then I was a contract attorney for a little while, like just doing, a, I did projects here and there for different companies and would just product review, things like that. And now I'm a veteran's disability attorney and I have been doing this for nine months now, 10 months. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's, so do you like it's it? Good. I do like it. It is, it is nice. Working for the veteran, trying to get them the benefits they are owed. The majority of them are are my Vietnam veterans, and I'm like, this should not have taken this long. We have let's let's wrap this up. Um, yeah. So my the firm I work for is based out of Maine, actually. Okay. Which are so virtual. I am virtual. This is my office. Okay. <laughs> most most people just see a blur behind me when they they see me on camera because it's like the judges I talk to because we do the hearings. It's me with a blur behind me because Mm -hmm. generally there's dog toys in the floor and my bookshelf is overflowing.
1: (laughs) It has to be. You're a lawyer. I mean, that's what we do. Overflowing bookshelves. (laughs) Yeah. See, this is the behind the scenes that people don't get. I love it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There's so many, so many things, but yeah, it's it's good. I I really like fighting. I had one recently. It's it's kind of a fun little anecdote. I have a it's I about myself out to california because i do not abide by people harming or causing harm to elderly or children or pets Mm -hmm. really but one of my veterans has been taken advantage of by someone who is supposed to be a caregiver to him Mm. and stolen all his paperwork and actually hired a whole other firm for his claims so myself and the other attorney that are on the case were like let's let's fix this so generally like because in veterans law we're like all of us are here for the veteran. We're not, yeah. like, it is a paycheck, yes, but it's not like, oh, well, I'm going to fight you for this money. Like, we both said that if, if the other one takes it, like, whoever he decides to keep, because he, when we spoke to him last time, he thought we were both the same firm. Mm. <laughs> like, wow. Two different firms. Um, we both have Two said,
1: very different things, too.
0: Yeah, well, we're actually fighting for the same thing, but we we have two different approaches. Like, my firm, we go to hearings. Other firms, they just write the memo because you have that option. Mm. But we like to get in front of the judge because that way the judge sees us, they take their notes, and then they can put their opinion in and say, oh, yeah, we actually agree with this. Whereas if it's just paperwork, it just goes to the same people that have already denied it most of the time.
1: That's good, though. So this is fascinating. My dad was a Vietnam vet, and he passed in 2021. And I mean... When you're a vet, you get so many perks. Like, we were able to have his headstone paid for because he was mm-hmm. a veteran, like, all of this stuff, which was great. But it sounds like this is a national law practice, right? From Maine to California, you cover veterans.
0: So the main offices in Maine, we're actually growing uh, a lot. It's not exponentially, but it's growing. We've added a handful of new attorneys, handful of new case managers. Our farthest attorney west is in Arizona. Okay. okay. And, and we have someone in Chicago, Ohio, and okay. then uh, – couple of us down here in florida we have now three or four in alabama which is crazy to me yeah so okay but we take them all over the united states because it is federal law so we can we don't have to be in that state
1: yeah very cool so stephanie i have to ask because you mentioned that you took the bar exam a couple times while you were a paralegal yes i'm not going to ask the obvious question yet but what i want (laughs) to know is how were you able to stay around the law while you were studying for the bar? Like being a paralegal and being around the law during the day while studying sounds crazy to me. Like, didn't you want some kind of separation or was it a benefit?
0: Uh, it was in my mind, it was a benefit because I was learning the ins and outs of the actual law, not the, oh, well, John Smith does this, you know, that because that, that's not real. And that's yeah. that's the, in my opinion that's the problem with a lot of the bar exams is it's not real life. It doesn't show you how you're going to be as an attorney. But it also could have hindered me because I spent, you know, 8 in the morning until 5 at night at the office and then came home to children and pets mm-hmm. and other life trying to study and then get up and do the whole thing again.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. So So now the obvious question which is why did you keep taking the bar exam? Like what was the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow where you were like, I'm going to keep fighting for this. I know I can do it.
0: Part of it was stubbornness. Uh, I'm not going to let this thing beat me. You can't this, say that. <laughs> that is it. I was like, I'm going to win. Like, I I know. Um, but another one was, I, I. in my mind, being the attorney was the higher paying job. Like, the paralegal spots, they were good. Like, where I'm at, the paralegal pay was topping out at $17 an hour. Okay. You know, and I'm like, that's just not and even the attorney spots that I've seen sometimes like, Oh, we'll pay you thirty five thousand and I'm like, No, 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 thank you. Like in my mind I'm like, I need you know, you have this degree, you have the advanced degree, and then you have the bar results, that should at least give you like a handful of steps on the pay scale. Yeah. Like I I base it on uh the G S pay scale, which I'm not in, but that is my in my mind that is what Most people should base their pay scales on, but they don't. They don't listen to me me. (laughs) because. Yeah. But yeah. Okay.
1: So let's talk about some of your experiences with different offices. Sure. How did you get on with the Small Business Association? Like, where did that come from?
0: I have my eyes on USA Jobs, and indeed, it's just, it comes up. I I still am on there from back in the day. I had been trying to get a federal job since my undergrad years.
1: Wow.
0: And I would put in for just random ones. And finally, I got the family law job, and I'd been there for two weeks, and the SBA called me. <laughs> and they said, hey, by the way, we're going to offer you this job. And I was like, yes. Because it went. I went from having an hour and a half commute one way to working remote and getting paid more, plus benefits. Yeah. I'm like, yes. that is, yeah. that is I like that. Um, because there was right after COVID uh, or right during COVID when the PPP loans and the other small business loans were coming through so they needed attorneys to look at the documentation so they were like here we're gonna hire mass hire it was a temporary gig but they're like well the temporary stuff a lot of times lasts for a year and a half two years here and I'm like I'm not doing 10 hour days six days a week for two years but I like the paycheck okay
1: So how do you like virtual work when you ever go back?
0: So I like virtual work. I really do like it because it does let me be home with the dogs, as you hear in the background, and my children when they get home or if I need to run out and do something during the day. But I do miss meeting people. I do miss being in the office. And and to be frank, I have gained entirely too much weight being home because I'm like, oh, the fridge is right there. Oh, snacks. But I I got off my exercise routine because when I would get up, go to work, Mm -hmm. come home exercise or exercise go to work come home you know now i'm like i get up and roll into the office and then i go out and we do things and then sometimes i even i do hate it because i can come back in the office at seven o'clock at night and be like i need to finish this memo that's going out tomorrow because i'm that person i'm like oh i don't want to leave it yeah today
1: no Um, just before we jumped on this call i was talking to someone i was like yeah I'll email you monday but i definitely just wrote the email and just scheduled it for monday i was like
0: kyla relax
1: but that, that's just how we are I think that's a part of the legal training
0: mm-hmm. yeah one of my co-workers she and I were talking because I actually got to meet a handful of my co-workers this last week because we had what was called the NOVA conference which is National Organization for Veterans Affairs and so we went in person and I got to meet like nine of my co-workers I was like so in April we went to a NOVA conference it's called National Organization for Veterans Affairs Uh, It was in person in Orlando, and I actually got to meet uh, nine of my coworkers in person. I had never met them. I had only seen their faces on Zoom, so it was nice meeting them in person. And that was a good little team building, I guess. So we had a good time.
1: So did you turn to the Veterans Affairs job because you were still trying to stay within working with the federal government?
0: Yes, I did. Yes. So I, I turned to the Veterans Affairs because it was still a remote position it was working within the federal system but it wasn't a like a gs position at the government it's working for the veterans kind of against the government i guess like but it's not really against because there's no adversarial proceedings it's all contained like the judges are even there and they'll i even have a couple of them say well i'm not like judge judy i'm not going to cross examine you i'm here just to clarify i love those judges because i say the same thing i'm like you know but i I I wanted something that I was still able to, you know, get paid well, because that is the end goal for anybody, at least in my opinion. And I wanted to be beneficial to somebody. I wanted to be helpful while also, you know, making money. And and being able to work from home was still ideal because a lot of the other jobs I was finding were I would have to probably get an apartment away from my house to work in Alabama, you know, because they're all up in Birmingham and Montgomery. Yeah. And that's, you know, Montgomery's two, two and a half hours away. Birmingham is like six.
1: so so a couple times you've mentioned Alabama. You said that you did pass the bar in Alabama, but you're living in Florida and you practice Correct. a national or a nationwide type of law. So did you get to waive into the Florida bar or does it not matter as long as you're licensed in Alabama?
0: So Florida does not accept waiver in okay. any way, shape or form. They, they're one of the few states that do not accept it. You have to take the bar and pass it to practice here point blank. Even if you've been practicing okay. for 50 years, you would still have to take the bar to practice here. For my purposes, then what Florida has actually come out and said with one of their opinions is as long as your work is routed through another state and you're not practicing law in Florida, like you're not putting yourself as a Florida attorney type stuff, you're okay. Wow. Um, but yeah. So to get around that, I actually have a virtual office that I pay for myself for when I had my own firm that's based out of Mobile. So if they have any questions. But because I also work for my my practice is federal, it should be fine no matter what because my law firm is in Maine. Um, I'm on their insurance. I'm like my phone. I actually have a desk phone. It's weird that um, <laughs> they sent me that is got a Maine phone number okay. and my systems through Maine. So and then I just I go in and through the through the federal stuff and that's what we do.
1: Okay, very cool. So this interview is a little bit different just because I know you. I mean, like. It feels like it was seven or maybe eight years ago, but it kind of doesn't. Like, I, I feel like right? yeah, we can just still coffee. be in Louisiana. I know, right? So yeah. but, <laughs> so now, when we met at Southern, you were already a mama. You have two kids. You have a girl and a son. But yes. you were not a part of the evening part-time program. You did it, com- you know, full-time. Yes, what yes. was that like? <sighs>
0: that was. It was rough. There was My first semester, I was actually not passing a little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. They had to put me they put me on the academic probation section, but that doesn't ever show up in my, in my records. I still talk about it when I do my character and fitness stuff just because I want to be yeah. out there because it was hard because at the beginning of the year, like my first semester, I was traveling back and forth to see the children because okay. they were with my parents for the first semester and I would go every month a couple times a month, so I was just torn between two different places Uh, after that it was a lot better because they were a lot closer at the end of first year we all moved in together and i went and did an internship up in missouri and then they moved back down to louisiana with me and it was it was rough like it was get them up take them to school get them into the after school program go to class i think in our last year i ended up having to take a night course just to get the credit in Security.
1: security transactions
0: yes oh that was so terrible i passed it thankfully um Awful, uh, but I uh, I ended up taking them to the campus with me in the evenings. They would sit there and do their homework, have a snack, and just hang out. And and then we would go home. And we and they did that for the last handful of years. We, I was in Louisiana, and it was just you know it was just you know another part of life. Like I was like, all right, class, kids, school, you know. Yeah. And it was just a circle. I didn't get to do a whole. Every now and then I would get to go out and have, be adult, but it was mostly yeah. just you know. The children hang out at
1: home. Make sure they were fed and clothed. And yeah, yeah. I'm. Um. I appreciate you for sharing that because a lot of times people go to college and they go straight to law school and then you know their stories are fairly simple. Our stories were not simple. I worked for five years before I went to school and I'm like I gave up a job for this. What was I doing? Your story was completely different, right? We either left jobs or money or family to then go to law school. And we did expect something in return, right? In your case, you were like, I have to win. I don't care. Um, But that is an interesting perspective that I wanted to make sure we talked about because everyone's benchmark for success is different, right? I would definitely say that you're successful, but like getting through law school with two small children is huge.
0: (laughs) full-time law school, too. So, yeah, it, 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 I do count that as one of my successes. I still kind of pinch myself. I'm like, did I actually? Pass? are you sure I passed? Really? Like, they didn't just go, let's give her this diploma because she worked hard. You know, no. I still pinch myself. But I'm like, did I really pass? Are you sure? Um, but it is, it is. It is a big accomplishment. People tell me that. I'm like, I don't know yeah because we we talk about like well what made you go to law school and i was like well i was gonna do this and i was gonna do this and then i was like how about law school let's do that because i want to have a better i want a better paying career and that's kind of where i know it's all it shouldn't all be money motivated but i mean at the end of the day you have to have money to pay your bills yeah you know
1: i mean this is the honest episode you said you kept taking the (laughs) bar because you're stubborn you're just telling us a lot of truth you said this is my office I don't yep. care. Judges see it, you see it, it's fine. If you are watching this episode, learning all about veteran affairs, thank you so much for watching the You Are Lawyer podcast. If you're not watching, I want to let you know this podcast is available on YouTube. So head over to YouTube and search You Are Lawyer Podcast. You can watch this. And back to the episode with Stephanie Clark. We're talking all about working in veteran affairs. So, Stephanie, do you have any advice? To law students or new lawyers, like five years practicing or less, about what they can do with their law degrees.
0: They can do all kinds of things. And I've learned actually quite a handful of different things from listening to your podcast um, because there are things that I did not even think about. I was like, oh, that's genius. You know? <laughs> but no, you can do, you know, HR is one of the big ones that people say you can do with a law degree. It was one of our law professors actually was like, well, Stephanie, you should go into HR. I can Thanks. see that. <laughs> Appreciate it. I actually looked into becoming a law librarian because, you know, lawyers are just spicy librarians kind of, yeah. you know, we, 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 do the research and we, we nerd out like, Oh, let's go find this decision. Any form of research, any kind of thing like that you can do. And it's just getting a lot of, like most things, it's getting your foot in a door somewhere. Yeah. The, you know, and the GS system, like I like to talk about, which is <laughs> government, my dream job. Come on now. If you like something and you can tailor what you do to it, you can do it. Like, oh, you yeah. could be the CEO of Google if you want to. I don't know if that CEO would step down for you, but you could. Um,
1: <laughs> I mean, the commissioner of the NBA, Adam Silver, is a lawyer. Yeah, Even Adam Silver can be on the show. Like, you can do anything with a law degree.
0: You can, and you can. I mean, a law degree helps so I many things because. It changes your viewpoint because you know in high school and college you're like, don't use the word because in your writing. And now you use it because you have to. You like, have you to use it? it. Yeah. Yeah. Like we actually had a thing at, at our Nova conference and it was, Oh, you need to make sure you put the because in there and I was like, It's one of those things that you don't think about because you in law school you learn how to look at things differently. You give once you're done with law school, you give that lawyer answer. Well, it depends. I need more information. Mm-hmm. And people hate yeah. that answer, but that is the actual answer. So that is, that is you know, it, it depends on what you want to do. If you want to go be a basketball for, uh, coach, owner, commissioner. commissioner, all of it. That, yeah, that guy, do that. Like, I, you know, my, my daughter's graduating. I'm sorry, she's graduating in May of 2023, and she's going to school for forensic psychology. So if she wants to, she can go to law school after that and mm-hmm. add that to her resume. My son, on the other hand, not so much. Yeah. We'll see where he goes, but you could do anything. Like it's it's just whatever your heart is leaning towards. Like if, if you went to law school just to try to increase your income, there are jobs out there for it. If you're if you went to law school to become a lawyer and say I'm going to make all this money, I am sorry about your luck. Yes. Yeah. A lot of the starter jobs, they're not they're not there. They're not.
1: The income I know. isn't. I hate that thing about like TV and movies show lawyers as just being these super wealthy people. And I'm like, where? This person (laughs) is wearing a $6,000 suit. That's not happening right out of school. And then once you do, like I worked at a firm for almost five years, you don't even have time to spend the money. You're making, you don't even have time. Like at least when you worked for the SBA, they told you it was a minimum 10 hour days. They don't even tell you that at law firms. You just do the work so that people can see you working to become partner or have the time to spend the money. Like, it's wild. It's wild. Yeah,
0: so. it is because you're, you're sitting there. Yeah, you do all these things and you're like, oh, I'm going to make this money. And then you the said, like said, really, we were in class one time and there's a couple people. I'm not going to name names. They were sitting there with the, the, the rule in Louisiana. They were trying to look at making mandatory like public defender type jobs for people coming out of law school. And like, oh, the pay will be like $35,000 a year. And these couple people were like, how do you live on this? I, I live on half of that right now. So <laughs> yeah, I do really in Louisiana. Yeah. 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 You can't really anywhere else, but in Louisiana, it, it would be tough and tight, but it's only for a little while, you know, yeah. and that's law firms, like you said, the main law firms, you are working those 60, 80 hour weeks to make that giant paycheck, you know? And that's one of the things i talked to some of my coworkers about and and previously is I wanted to, another reason I wanted to be a lawyer was because I want, or an attorney, or, you know, I wanted to be in this role was because I wanted to, A, the autonomy. I wanted to be able Mm -hmm. to kind of do my own thing because I have proven myself that I can, I can work. I don't need to have someone going, she clocked in. Right. Yeah. And, and like, trust me to do my work and let me, I I don't have to, can I go to a doctor's appointment?
1: (laughs) Because I not, promise I won't spend two hours away doing whatever.
0: Yeah. Yeah, like I, I wanted the autonomy, I wanted the freedom, and and as some of the firms you get that, some of the firms you don't. Like the firm I have now is kind of like that. We have a little bit. Yeah. That, they they tell us we should do these things, and I'm like, ah, should I? No, nah. <laughs> I'm just taking a lunch right now. That's it. Yeah. yeah. But so, yeah,
1: so one more question to piggyback off what you said about being the HR manager. Have yeah. you managed people before in any of your other roles?
0: Not officially, but yeah. yes. I have not had the title <laughs> the of HR. No. Yeah,
1: yeah, because I'm thinking about you were a paralegal for so long. And a lot of times the paralegals are the ones that are sought after because they have all the knowledge from being there and working in all the different cases.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We had, I would have the, you know, attorneys come to me, Stephanie, I need you to do this. And hey, can you go? You don't have the staff come. Can you do this because the boss is like you? I guess. But the boss is like me because I do the work. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, that's, and that, so you get the autonomy, you know. And I had earned that. Let's get this. Re- I, would, I would show up early, stay late, not get overtime. And so, and I do the same thing now is, is I get – I work a little bit outside of the clock because it needs to be done, but I'm not doing mm-hmm. it every day, you know. Yeah. So that I can handle. Um, but, yeah, I've, I've managed people here and there. I, I can, and I'm, I'm decent at it if I want
1: to. <laughs> well, Stephanie, thank you so much. I appreciate it. It's always fun to talk to another Southern University Law Center graduate. So happy that we can still connect. I can't believe it's been since
0: 2015. I know. Wild. I know. And yeah, I mean, you, know, you have a toddler. now. I have a graduated senior. I have adults. I have adults. She's, she's voting.
1: Well, thank you so much. And I will talk to you later. Bye.
0: Thank you. Have a
1: good one. Thank you for listening to You Are a Lawyer. If you enjoyed this episode, leave a rating, tell a friend about this podcast, and subscribe to the show so that you never miss a new episode. New episodes are released every other Thursday. Thanks again for listening. I hope you enjoyed the conversation. Bye.